what have you like it's it has been a while what have you done in the meantime um stay yes i mean um i wouldn't say they voted out fascism but give me one sec i'm gonna grab water in my bong you're like writing your python code or whatever and you're like if queens on the throne then pop champagne and race toast the if then of it all i mean i never stopped seeing you but um we have since taken a hiatus from a physical hiatus from each other but not a, a hiatus of the heart and i'm glad i've still seen you listen the real reality is that surviving capitalism is hard enough when you add the academy to that girl <laughs> y'all um I, but i i have i have decided that once covid is gone I'm going to start engaging in like full-blown biblical times hosting conventions and like I'm going to start hosting like a fucking like prehistoric forefather like every guest I have in my home I will wash their feet I will pour like fragrant oil on their heads that's how much I miss people they will leave with gifts goats myrrh <laughs> blood of lambs if you're not here to cover my front door in sacrificial lamb's blood i know you're not a real friend truly i think um in communism when the workers own the means of production and they own the means of producing lamb blood we really can bring this back that being said we we've shot any chances of getting a PETA endorsement not that I would want one for us. Oh, I speaking would not of a PETA endorsement, can I take you to my dinner table? <laughs> oh, God, what happened? So I got asked the question, like, if socialism is so good, or if, like, communism is so supposedly popular, or, like, life-saving or whatever, why is it not everywhere? <laughs> and I why think that's, like... Everybody everywhere, everybody everywhere saying hi to socialism. Okay. Yeah. And I think um, it's a fair question, don't you? Like, if your idea is so good, why doesn't everyone believe it? <laughs> no, absolutely. I just think that because the people who decide which ideas are good are capitalists, they're never going to agree to anything else. Listen, as a member of the Academy currently, <laughs> a paying, a dues paying member. <laughs> which Academy? Um, a university that shall rename, rename nameless, that shall oh. remain nameless. Speaking of stream stream ceremonials, by speaking of remain nameless, I wish to remain. <laughs> I wish to remain nameless. Hey, we are we have succeeded in remaining nameless so far. We really have, but let's figure out what happened at your dinner table before yeah, we take the first um, so before the we answer, take the first hard left of the episode. The answer truly is like, it's a lot simpler, I think, than like oh, you know, massive proxy wars propaganda, like ceaseless, like that, all that stuff is true. Like any socialist experiment that has existed has been systematically dismantled by capitalist power, like just every time on purpose. Um, but more to the point, like the reason, for example, I think people in those countries don't wake up either is uh, has something to do with like the giant state apparatus that is capitalist ensuring that 
people espouse capitalist views as much as possible. And they're gonna fail and succeed in this to varying degrees throughout time. I just think that's a reality. But also there is this constant state of a group of people that are that they're uh, that have their needs met enough to remain complicit a group of people whose needs are met enough to remain complicit another group of people whose needs are so met that they're part of the ruling class and would just rather keep things the way that they are and then the like another group of people and we can call these groups classes um another class of people whose needs are so not met that the idea of like revolution is so beyond their Maslow's hierarchy. They're like, bruh, I don't know where the next loaf of bread I buy is gonna come from. What are you talking about getting armed in the street for? And, but I also think the needle can tip very far in that direction. And eventually someone's like, I gotta get this bread and I'm gonna do it with this gun. <laughs> Not to reduce that argument down to a simple, like eventually everyone revolts because that's what we see happen. Like the more I watch of like what happens to a system, the more oppressed it gets, no matter what eventually it, no matter what eventually it revolts. There's an uprising. People won't, things can never really, really get to rock bottom because eventually someone, but we can't live, we can't live waiting for the eventuality of it all. A common thing that like came up at the dinner table is like, well, like there needs to be people to reinforce any system. And I, and like, I think the assumption with that question is like, if the system of capitalism is so evil, like why do people continue to complicitly support it? And, and I think that's also a fair question. Because I think capitalism um, creates propaganda and people don't, I was watching I was watching a, a documentary called The New Corporation on, on Crave. I was watching The New Corporation on Prime. In case I get it wrong, just, I know I got it wrong. <laughs> so at least it's, you have the sound right for both. I was watching The New Corporation on Crave. I have too many streaming services. But it opened my eyes to, I think, a lot of things that sort of touch on this because like corporations are the new dig are, are they're the ruling class in this digital monarchy that we live in because like ever since I've been a child I've been obsessed with the thought of like you know you're born and <laughs> wait what <laughs> like, you're born and you're I just was like spawned <laughs> no but like <laughs> You're born. <laughs> what next? Oh my God. <laughs> so like, you know, you're born and you're like, I'm a person and I'm on this thing. And then you're like, wait, where do I live? What's like, you know how you start to discover history and you're like, oh, kings. And maybe this is be like a European thing, but it's like, I've been obsessed with the thought of like, there are these countries within my vicinity and there were kings. And it's like, how did they get there? Like, how, 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 how does that happen? Because people have a, you, you need to, as much as you think you have divine right of God, people still have to buy into the charade for them to allow it to happen. Even if it's, even if it's just someone who had money or someone who could gather more troops to take over a village, like 
you still have to be like, I'm willing to participate in this extended Stanford prison experiment that we call a life. <laughs> Let me tell you, especially, especially in the European context, right? Like that was very much a, the church controls people's ability to read and write, which is just like the control of written knowledge, at least like I'm specifying written knowledge because, you know, there's oral tradition. Um, and then if there's a little fixation, <laughs> Lon, why is it anyway? The Holy Trinity, oral fixation, oral fixation to laundry, laundry service. service. There is like at the, in the European context, the church, which controls literacy and, and most importantly, salvation, right? Like the church is like, you either hang with us or after you die, you suffer for all eternity. Sorry. Like, and people are like, all right, I can feel, I, I, I can feel guilty as like a, an innate human trait. So that authority was like, oh, and also God said, this person is your King. Remember your salvation. God said, hi, <laughs> listen to this person <laughs> because the Pope said, right like that's that's and 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 that's and it, like it's it's bonkers it's absolutely bonkers but in its own way it's it's propaganda anything that they're anything that a ruling power tells you in hopes so, of I mean, getting you to believe is take modern school for an example the same people that teach you to read and write right teach you that communism killed 300 billion people and that's, um, it's the most evil system and also just like frequently has like historical lies like embedded in the education system. And that's the same system that teaches that like teaches like at least people who go through it, right, to read and write. And most of the middle class in where we live goes through that system. So this idea of like, why are people continuing to accept subjugation? they've just been trained to see it as nature. It's not like they, they already think they're liberated. And if they, is, they're yeah. not, they think it's their fault that they're not. They think this is the purpose of a human. And what I liked about the new corporation documentary is that it starts by positing that since the enlightenment, shit has gone downhill because the enlightenment I don't need to explain to you what the alignment is. So everything that like, you know, we got between when it started and like the 50s and 60s when they were figuring out that women were allowed to make decisions for themselves and black people were really just people in the end after all, like everyone else. Like, and then from then on, we decided, no, people aren't people with brains and spirits and souls, people are consumers. And that's where the documentary picked up is like, the more we are taught to believe we're consumers and cogs in this machine, the more we're losing our humanity. And that's why we don't feel the need to revolutionize. And that's why like the, 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 the gap in between the zero point 0.01% and the poorest people in the world is this comforting suburbia with just houses and um, strip malls because those people feel happy and comfortable where they are. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, like I like things, but I think I like people more. Like at the end of the day, 
there's enough for everyone to have things right there's there's a company adani in australia that um i learned was lobbying and like fighting to get coal resources mined and it was next to the great barrier reef and there was this whole like no no obviously and i think he was elected prime minister at some point if anyone in Australia is listening to this and I have misspoken about whether or not the Adani dude was elected, please come to my house and punch me. Um, and like- Australia, sweetie, we are so sorry. And like the, 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 the ruling class, which we'll say are the corporations because corporations are people and they're, again, sourced- It's an in- oligarchy, right? Like I, you brought in this comparison to monarchy, which I think makes sense in that like we as consumers and, and laborers define our existence as creating as much benefit for these people at the top as possible, which to me is no different from monarchy. The only difference is that there's just more monarchs now and they formed this oligarchy. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like at the end of the day, there's like six corporations that own everything. And those six corporations are ran by a small handful of people. And those people don't think that you and I and everyone else listening to this and in our general cycles, I don't think they see us as people. They just see us as resources and they contrive their lives in a way that will allow them to keep extracting as much from us as they physically can. And I'm just confused by the end point. Yeah. I mean, that's the capitalist conceit, like just keep making money. And then the moment you aren't making more money, you failed. Like that's the point, right? The thing is, imagine, sorry, I just like, if we're willing to accept that this is a digital monarchy, if and only if for the reason of letting me feel smart for having come up with this, I just think that we can't really be enlightened and we can't really keep making progress as humans beyond like physical and material means. I just think more so like we're on a rock. There's been life before. It's been eradicated. It's sprung back up. Shout out to my Cambrian explosion baddies. Um, it's been wiped out again. Five times. You know, people can't, people have come back for second all-star seasons. So everything like we're, 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 no, we're gonna, we're gonna get yeeted. We're gonna get yoked off this, whether we want to or not, no matter what we try at some point. And we will come back. But I think, but I think there's something about us that makes us different because we have a soul, whatever that might mean to you or whatever, but we can't sort of keep getting better and happier and more progressive, like holistically under this, like in a world where we allow our decisions and our problems to be made for us so that they can be solved by capitalism. Yeah. The planet has a funny way of stopping a fight, you know, to quote a a lyric from my song this week. What's your song this week? Uh, Man's World by Marina and the Diamonds. I think everyone should listen to it. Oh, thousands of gay men. Also, what's your song of the week, though? Man's World. Um, my song of the week is Lost in My Bedroom by Sky Ferreira. Let's hear it, girl. Is this
Who was the spy again? Sky Ferrero. Ferrero. Why did I think Sky Jackson, like the Disney actor? No, Sky Ferrero. She's half Portuguese. Ooh. Cheeks are rosy, you know? Mm-hmm. Are we done talking or like do we still want to go on? Because I have a lot more things to say about. Please go on. Tell me about this corporatocracy. I actually, hold on. I want to rush back to what you said about capitalism creating problems and then selling the solution. Because that's 1000% the climate change problem right now. Let me tell you this. This, I... I've had this suspicion for a while, but after watching this documentary, and yes, this this episode will continue to be a plug for um, the new corporation on Prime or Amazon, depending on <laughs> what we figure out in post, but... <laughs> Hold on. In the Berenstein universe, it's on Prime, and in the Berenstein universe, it's on Crave. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> do you think that's also how parallel you sorry this is not so the stock market crash of 2008 <laughs> it uh <laughs> as we all stocks <laughs> stonks it's the, how you spell maya <laughs> Fuck, I forgot my Wealth Simply login. <laughs> oh my god. Um, um, so the stock market of crash of 2008, like the as we all know. real estate bubble. Yes. Real estate bubble. Who was it caused by? Banks. Who did it affect? Detroit. Who did JP Morgan all of a sudden decide to spend millions and billions of dollars into? Detroit. What did the headlines for time on, like for time therefore after you know, read, JP Morgan is a hero. Oh my God, thank you, JP Morgan, for giving you all of your billions. They spent, they made way more money from all of what they invested in bringing up. They made, they made a profit from helping them. And I mean, it's disgusting to think that I'm willing to bet that the government of like Detroit or Illinois, Detroit is in Illinois, right? It's not. The government of Michigan. Thank you. The government of Detroit or the government of Michigan or the federal government probably gave millions of dollars of like literal taxpayer money to JP Morgan being like, please save us from the problem you created. Like how Uh, bonkers is that? I don't think so because literally it was just like JP Morgan came in and decided to help when they saw what was happening to Detroit. I don't know, like, cause the government, I, it might not be true in the case of Detroit. Like I'm willing to concede that, but I know that the government, at least, especially with like warfare is very want to do this where they'll like declare a war and then hire weapons contractors to like, um, essentially like make all of the stuff for that war. So like really like any war you see is just another way of giving weapons companies, like making weapons companies money. Cause like, that just makes sense. Right. Um, Absolutely. But it, like, what, what ended up happening in this case, though, is just that like a city is heralding a corporation for being its savior. And it's like, sure, but you're not you're missing the point that they're the ones who put you in that shit situation anyway. Our faith also, is going right. into these corporations, but they don't they're 
it's pointless. Like we're, we're switching our values to what corporations can do for us. And that helps them hold on to us in the long run and make us okay with like being indoctrinated in their values. Also like in 2008, the banks literally were bailed out like by the government. They were given billions and billions of dollars for failing, right? Like that's extra disgusting too. So yeah, just like billions of dollars of taxpayer money for more billionaires. Like, I don't know. I want that cycle to break. Like if when a crisis happens, I wish the money would actually go to people. And that's the problem, right? I think the problem is that if you want, if we want this system to end, then corporations have to relinquish power. And that means relinquishing wealth. But if you relinquish your wealth and you allow people to self-govern and you don't try to, and you don't make propaganda to keep them in line, then that system will crash. Well, the, the solution is communism, right? Like the workers need to take the, the corporations into control and like produce, not for the sake of profit, but to meet needs. Um, like the weapons companies, great example, right? If you're a weapons manufacturer um, and you're like a private company, right? you exist outside of the legislation of the state, which is in, in an ideal term or in an ideal sense, like the manifestation of the will of the people or whatever you want to call it. Like, obviously we know that the state today is not that. Um, and I mean, I don't believe that states can ever be that, but that's a whole other thing. Um, if you have if the people, for example, made the guns and not weapons manufacturers, right? Then the question- More is, oppressors of color. No, it really is a question of like, the people making the guns can then decide, do we, want, do we genuinely want to support this foreign war? And if the answer is no, and they own the factories that make the guns, they can say, we're not going to give you guns to go to war because it's against what, like, we don't want our people to go to war. So we're just not going to provide you the weaponry to do so. This is like a micro example that obviously is like very, very, very simplified. But like, the, this is what worker control would enable us to do. It would actually allow us to control. So you cut out the part where I'm like more oppressors of color because I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I was going in a different direction, but I, I appreciate what you, like, I understand <laughs> what you meant by that too. I love that. I love that joke when they were like, yes, Kamala Harris, girl boss, and then someone retreated like more oppressors of color. color. <laughs> um, what you're, but like what you're talking about is essentially privatizing and what you're talking about is essentially like these the means, of production, the means of production should be public. Like the no industry should be privatized. I agree. Um, that's I mean I I think that's socialism, right? Like exactly. When... No, that that that's that's one of the that's one of the tenets that like that's that's really what the whole point of having things exist under a socialist state. What I'm really really obsessed with still is understanding why. Like why this incessant need to destroy and extract as much things from the planet? Because like these people aren't stupid. They know that they're gonna run this shit into the ground. So my only logical explanation is they found out how much a ticket on SpaceX costs. And they figure that it's probably gonna be expensive to build on Mars. So maybe they're just trying to like 
cash in as much as they can so they can have like a cute five bedroom. I think it on Mars. Think about it. Like that's that at this point, that's my only, that's the only like off the cuff explanation I have for like I why there's like two that. factors. I think what you're saying has truth. And I also think part of it has to do with like the the capitalist system does not allow for an alternative. Like if you are Mark Zuckerberg, right? Your alternative, if like if you're like, oh man, like my company is using way too much energy and like we need to just like like turn down our consumption, your 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 choice is to degrow, like to get smaller, which is suicide, like because then you're gonna make less money. And I mean, for Facebook, that would probably be fine for almost forever. <laughs> um, however, once Facebook stops making money the people that are betting on it to make money, AKA shareholders, like they will um, leave. And so Facebook will lose all of its value. Like it's a domino effect. As soon as you are a, a, a giant corporation and you stop growing, it's a huge problem. And like someone will buy you. Literally. And like everything corporations do at this point to be socially responsible or like, ecologically aware is all bullshit it's a front because they know people they know people want to see that so they'll pander and they'll do what they can to look good essentially but it's all a front because they don't have a soul they don't really care and ultimately their point will always be to make money and I just it's it's a little disheartening because like you know I like I like seeing recyclable things and I like that when corporations do something to like appear like they're not just taking our shit and burning it up into the air. If if you're looking at a at a corporation industry company and there's someone who shows up on a stock market somewhere, they they are there's don't don't worry, don't spend time thinking about the fact like whether or not they're good or bad. They're bad. They're still destroying this earth because that's what they have to do. That's like their- Starbucks can put ethically sourced on as many of their fucking coffees as they want, but as long as they continue to like extract that much water and like create that much like monoculture in coffee plants, like they're hurting the locals there because they're forcing them to grow stuff that might be profitable for them, but might not meet the local need. You know what I mean? Like as long Starbucks as is evil. As long as they continue to be Starbucks, period they're not actually doing anything. They also underpay like all of their frontline employees for the work that they have to do. Like you and I know very well the responsibilities of being a barista and you and I know very well that anybody who undertakes that job should be paid more than minimum wage. Someone tweeted, I like when it's busy at Starbucks and the gay baristas get mad. Do you think anyone ever wrote a tweet about us like that? God, I, I wish in my ideal world, someone out there had a whole blog about me. Okay, I feel like we've been talking about this for a while now. How about you come with me? Let's take a chill 15, maybe 10, like an intermission, uh, grab some popcorn, do a run, like, I don't know, but don't stop listening.
that's not what's happening here. I would love to take an intermission. My colostomy bag is like about to burst. Bean. <laughs> bean. <laughs> Just bean. Bean water. Bean. <laughs> Bean water is when we read the, the product description of something we found online. Because I'm tired of YouTube ads making me think that every pan and lip balm and oh. masterclass course is the one thing I need to solve oh all my, my God. life. Okay, lay it on me. I'm going to try to guess what it is. So this segment is called Bean Water, where we read the description of a product and try to figure out what, what the hell it might be. It's like product placement, but we're not getting any money for it. <laughs> exactly. Here you go. As mild and welcoming as a gentle sunrise, this blends inviting character is a pleasure to wake up to. We've roasted the Latin American beans just enough to reveal their nutty flavor and touch of acidity, culminating in a crisp and pleasant finish. This careful balance creates a well-rounded roast that's bound to give your day an optimistic start. Okay, so... I feel like this gives you a lot of hints. What, what, do you, what do you think it is? I already know it's a coffee because of it said roasted and beans. That's pretty, that, that's, that's nice. I like that. I'm going to give it points for indicating what the product is in its description, um, but not as many because they didn't outright say coffee beans, which I think is kind of crucial. Okay. Do you um, think, like, well, what do you think? Do you think this is, like, how high-end do you think this is? Um, this is definitely one of those fucking Starbucks coffees that they make on those goddamn, like, uh, piss machines where it has a little spout and, like, a little circle and it pees into the circle and then, like, oh, honey, that was them. That was my main task when I was a barista. I was the piss spout. <laughs> you were the piss girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> with my with my like IBS it was perfect what were those things called again I I, I gotta be honest I I think I've um I've excised it from a memory what I've excised it from a memory like the roast is called like reserve right I think so because that's what fancy like alcohol companies do that too they're like this is our 800 year reserve and, and, or whatever. And like, it, at the end of the day, it's all in some big vat with mice pissing on top of it. Like the rest of us. Right. Okay. What, what do you think? I just, I love, I love the part that's like as mild and as welcoming as a gentle sunrise. As if like I, coffee I, can I do on that. One hand, the amount of times I felt the sunrise welcome me. It's not, it's not one. You ever salute the sun? I mostly just tell it to fuck off. <laughs> what do you think this is called? You were correct in guessing it's Starbucks. What do you think this blend would be called? Um, I don't know. It said acidic. They're like blonde coffees are usually acidic. Is it one of those? Okay, so yeah, you get, we'll say you got two stars out of three. It's Starbucks Bright Sky Blend Blonde Roast. I gotta be honest, never heard of Bright Sky Blend. I knew about like True North. Um, here, here's, here's a little fun fact. I, I chose this one because I thought it was, it was very me. Um, body, light, acidity, medium, and processing, <laughs> wash. That's, I thought, I thought, hmm, three words. 
I like I like coffee, so it's representative of me. That's why I chose it for its like body. <laughs> Wait, are you skinny? <laughs> Hold on. Real fat girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> me ages nine through seventeen. <laughs> oh my god. Real fat girl shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Um I was thinking of us. I thought I had. I kind of got the idea for a skit where someone's a bad tombstone carver. All I know is the Wunsler is pissed. If they made a live action movie about that one, I feel like it would be really dark. And I think they should cast like Samuel L. I think the reason the Lorax movie ended up being the way that it is is because the actual Lorax is a very good critique of capitalism. And the Lorax was produced by like, I don't know, DreamWorks or something, like a literal megacorp. And they were like, uh, they read the Lorax and they were like, this is for kids? <laughs> this is communist propaganda. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Seuss was a socialist near the end of his life. One would hope. I'm pretty sure every conservative, not, not rich conservative, I'm like every working class or middle class conservative, like, Literally, their last thought is, God, I wish I was a commie, like, before they die. I really think that all of these people die having, feeling like they wasted their lives making other people miserable. And I sincerely hope they find no respite in death. (laughs) I hope that every person that's had something written about all the bad things they've done, I hope every person we collectively agree did something horrible throughout the course of human history I hope in their dying moments even if they were surrounded by their family their loved ones their riches I hope every single one of them felt like absolute shit and hated who they were the body they were in and the things they had done more than anything else on this pathetic little rock hey the good news is they all shot their pants and I actually watched this thing about um I watched this thing too about the history of swear words and for fuck it's pretty it's a pretty common word that we say when we're dying really yeah I'm pretty oh. sure Oscar will be fuck I think so too because like I'm so scared that I'll just be like fuck I think I think I'll just be so surprised fuck okay this has to be a new thing what does your last fuck sound like not not like not your last fuck (laughs) um it probably sounds very strained because you're so old (laughs) i've fallen i don't know why don't you ask your dad what it sounds like oh my god what does your last, why did I say, what does your last fuck sound like? Why didn't I say that in my head first? Think about it. Um, Girl, I feel like we've been here a bit longer. Can I go take a shit? Oh my God, yeah, go for it.